Welcome to Wellness Wednesday here on CHLY and to Wisdom Wednesday over on the Chronically Driven podcast. Sandra Sova here with you again. And as always, I am looking forward to spending this time with you. So thank you for being here. Today's show is going to be all about expanding our awareness inward and outward, and taking note of both what is seen and unseen. My guest today is Jeanette Martins, who among many of her talents is someone who is a Reiki practitioner, a photographer, and someone who shares her passion for healing and wellness, supporting our spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being. Welcome to the podcast, Jeanette. Thank you so much, Sandra. I'm so pleased to be here. It is so fun to get together again and to have another one of our conversations. You know, I was sharing with you just before we hopped on here that I knew that we were going to be friends from the very start when I first met you, because when I came to your home, right at the door at the entryway were heart rocks. And then wouldn't you know it, you have a bowl of heart rocks on on your coffee table. And it's just like, same girl, same. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we're just full of love, aren't we? Full of love. And and when I posted a picture um, not too long ago about Heart Rocks, someone commented and go like, oh, are those ones that you actually find? They were thinking when I was talking about Heart Rocks that I was purchasing at the the crystal store. Oh, no, no. No. We were on a walk not too long ago and I was pointing out the Heart Rocks that that were appearing. What what is it? Why, why do you, why do you notice stuff like that? Oh, I can't remember when I started finding them, but mm-hmm. um, the more I thought about it, the more they just started appearing. And I, I'm always looking in nature. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where I spend most of my time anyway. It's either in the sky or on the beach and um, love finding treasures. But the hearts just, I found that maybe when I needed a little love, I would find that heart that would just give me a little boost or I, you know, I can only assume it's spirit just giving me a little nudge or just we're here. I remember one day in particular, I was, I'd been working at a senior's building and there was one of my favorite men, George had just been taken into hospital and I knew he wouldn't be coming back to, to the, the residential facility that we were living in. And I was just walking the beach in Lanceville. And all of a sudden, every rock I saw was a heart rock. It was unbelievable. I I couldn't even carry them all home. Mm -hmm. It was every rock I saw was a heart. And so I I can only assume there was angels around me that day. Just, you know, that I love that. I love that story. It reminded me of something I haven't thought of in a really long time and that when one of my cats passed away, very dear, sweet soul of a kitty cat, mm-hmm. I was um, out for a walk, like right after and was really, really grieving, and just feeling it. And I was at Piper's Lagoon, just walking along that strip. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that's not even beach walks. It's like the gravel path. But I kid yeah. you not, I like every few steps, I picked up and mm-hmm. just like, t- like, probably about 25 heart rocks all in a row. And I just, it like, so, it, and that resonated with just like, that's, mm-hmm. again, that's, that's spirit giving that, that affirmation that we're never alone and nope. that all of this energy is around us. 
that's just that's just so delightful. And I, I and I know it's something that I've been doing for years as well. And it just comes naturally. I don't even have to. It, it's not like a, when I go see glass hunting, I am actively searching. But the heart rocks, they just seem to show themselves. They, yeah, yeah. And I think that has something to do with law of attraction too. You know, um, absolutely. And if you're in a, a loving vibration, you're just going to attract more love into yes. your life. And those are symbols of love for sure. That's, yeah, so. absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't be more of a, more of a symbol. You know, yeah. one of the, one of the things that is a very, very frequent theme on my shows is talking about not only just being outside, but being in and interacting with nature. And I mean, we've already, we've already even just started in on that. You said that that's, you know, that's, where you spend so much of your so much of your time so you know just the the health benefits alone just from being outside is 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 amazing but what I thought that would be really cool to talk about is having that heightened awareness having that um, really notching up our powers of observation and Uh then finding just like you touched on a moment ago mentioning the law of attraction noticing that when we consciously choose to look for and notice things in nature First of all, oh my goodness, there's so much to see. And then it <laughs> yeah. just, and, and then it, and then we find we keep we, that it, it just expands more and more. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think as we're raising in consciousness, the veil is thin. And so there's elementals and, and other spiritual beings that are, mm-hmm. that are being made available to us now. And so there's just such a richness of, um, of treasures to to be found and Mm -hmm. uh, super exciting yeah i was thinking that the amazing benefits that can be can be found from again being in and interacting with nature and a lot of it it's not it's not woo-woo stuff it's documented it's scientific and over the ages like in different different cultures um forest bathing and being next to running or moving water just the ions that are that are, are picked up and everything like that and knowing that just on its on its basic level there but then thinking about on a spiritual level of what we can what we can do i became i became really concerned about why is it in our world the powers that be, the, the the media and whatever, they're doing just about everything to keep us looking at a screen, uh-huh. not being out in nature, being dependent on being shown things instead of exactly. discovering and seeing for ourselves. Exactly. It's almost like an act of rebellion to, to go out in nature yeah. and breathe in the fresh air and feel the sun on your skin. I mean, yeah, we've been told to cover ourselves with sunglasses and sunscreen, mm-hmm. which is chemicals. We've been told to, you know, cover up our third eye, which is where our intuition comes in, breathing that fresh air. You know, what better thing to do for our, our lungs than to breathe fresh air than stale air in a, mm-hmm. in a home with recycled air. And yeah, just the wonder of nature and beauty is just it just takes us to such a healthier frame of mind and mental well-being. 
especially from being like being confined in, indoors. I think at one point you and I talked about how we're not such a fan of fluorescent lighting. No. <laughs> right. And being in those, in those closed and confined spaces and that screen time being always so connected to finding out whatever, whatever is going on. And, and even it's starting earlier and earlier, like really young children are being mm. given electronic devices to soothe and to occupy their time. And so I'm hoping that we can sort of spark a curiosity for people to want to go and play in their backyards, to go and play in the park, to go, go down to the ocean, to go into what I've been so drawn to lately, go into a forest. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a toss up for me. You know, is it an ocean walk or a forest walk? Because they both have so much abundance, you know, when you, when you totally. experience them. Yeah. And, and we are, um, we're pretty blessed and I'm going to be doing a little bit of a humble brag here. We can get the ocean and forest experience <laughs> anytime we want. We live on an island. <laughs> yes. we're, both, um, we're both here on, on mid Vancouver Island, British Columbia, on the west coast of, of Canada. So yeah, that's uh, sometimes there's so many places that are just popping into my head right, right now where you can get both <laughs> right at the same time. <laughs> So, so we don't, we, we don't yeah. have, we don't have to pick. I think I, I get uh, the ocean I find is so, such a powerful force and the forest is powerful too, but it's also so calming and mm. quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The power of the ocean and, and the healing powers of water mm-hmm. are certainly important to our well being. but yeah, the, the, extra oxygen that the mm-hmm. trees create yes. give us almost a high you know and um and yeah a closeness and a and a comfort mm-hmm. you know like a, a warm embrace yes so. well like it like a, a, a comfort and i i have i like to get a little personal and get a little up close and cozy with the trees sometimes yeah and yeah. um yeah, I'm I'm a tree hugger in the Me not too. in the uh, in the aspect of it being in that meaning any sort of a, a lifestyle, but meaning I actually go and I hug those trees. Well, those trees are conscious beings, yes. and they and they offer wisdom if we can tune into their to their language, and they they're amazing. I mean, they they have so many human aspects, really, you yes. know, that they live in families, and they support each other. And, and, they, uh, and the communication recently that's um, yeah. been coming coming up about just studying just like the mass communication that they do within themselves. And then you think of a, of a tree and the, the roots, the roots of the tree and all of that kind of stuff. It's really, it's so they have their own internet, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I was, um, I was really fascinated when we, um, when we were going for for our walk, and we're, we're looking and we're noticing things. And, and the topic came up that another one of the things that you and I have in common, is we have an affinity for being able to notice faces within oh, yeah. things such as trees, not just trees, but let's stay with trees for a moment. And I, I just find, I find that so, so intriguing. Me too. Me too. Yeah. When you have the eyes to see it, you just Mm -hmm. see them all with their personalities and um, their characteristics and magical. They, they are, and they have, they have the, there's something I was doing. I was looking up um, 
just before we we started to record this and and reading about what the term that is actually referred to as tree wisdom and talking talking to and communicating with trees and that is goes back very um very much so it's common in, in shamanic practices like they really have that that connection and the aspect of being able to recognize faces is something that is also it's a human it's a human trait we are our brains are wired to recognize the human face and then when you take that a step further and you start to have your awareness to actually see those faces in the trees which are very of course very individual to that to that Uh tree but then you can also see them in other things like um like in in rocks or in clouds and things like that in the having again i keep i keep saying the word the word awareness but when you start looking for that sort of stuff you're going to be amazed at just how much you see it exactly (laughs) yeah it just then you start seeing it in absolutely everything and it just it's nonstop. And, it's the uh, same sort of ideas like you know you get a new a new maker model of a car and then you start see, seeing that on on the roads well it's that same same sort of idea and whether that's you know is that uh, energy responding to us or or whatever whatever it is but i find it i find it really really fascinating i find it almost magical and mm-hmm. i i now i look for i look for that and i find that that's a it's a really it's a really enjoyable practice jeanette you are a photographer and you do a lot of nature photography so i was thinking that in of itself makes you being um, a keen observer yeah what what are some of the things like your your pictures are they're beautiful but they go a little bit beyond that they have like you have things that you can see and be seen in them and also things like light code energy and stuff like that. Can you talk a little bit about your photos? Right. Well, I guess the the longer I've been on my spiritual path, you start learning about what you're actually observing through, through others' descriptions of it. With the cameras that we have today, like even our cell phones, we're picking up very colorful prisms and 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 rainbows and that kind of mm. thing but what that really is is light codes coming in from the sun and light codes are actually wisdom or knowledge that are being embodied in us and actually changing our dna we're going through a massive shift right now of consciousness and uh, if people aren't sure what that means it means that we're going through a a point in human evolution where we're we're kind of taking a quantum leap and and um, changing quite a bit. Um, so those light codes are are the process in how we are shifting and uh, raising our vibration. So I see those coming in, and the colors are beautiful, and um, that in itself is just magic to me. But um, there's different patterns and things that show up too mm-hmm. and i i only wish i knew and understood more of what it is but sometimes i see kind of celestial beings within those codes as well and um so that's that's uh 
an interdimensional aspect of, mm -hmm. of what I see when I take pictures. Yeah, in clouds, there's I think there's a lot going on in the other realms around us, and, and we're being able to see those more. And so um, there's a lot of dragon energy around. So I pick up a lot of pictures of dragons mm -hmm. lately, characters, animals. I've okay. been picking them up for quite a few years, actually, in my photos, rocks, trees, driftwood. Yes. Um, everything kind of shows itself to me in, a, in an unusual way. And, and then when I share it with others, more people are able to see those Mm -hmm. those beings or faces as well. So that's pretty cool. And in, in the example of taking pictures of the sky and of the, of the clouds, do you always see with your eye what you're seeing or do are more things revealed when you actually look at the photograph? I would say more once you look at the photograph, but I, I seem to have um, a sense of certain cloud formations are mm -hmm. going to reveal particular things in them now that I've been you know observing for quite a few years more than not I will see things and then I'll I'll tweak them with a little bit of um, tone change and it'll mm -hmm. bring out um, stronger aspects of, of something and then of course you can zoom in and, and crop and and that right. kind of thing and it just it kind of brings the picture to life more so mm -hmm. yeah I know I've had some really fascinating results from some photographs that I was taking of a particular tree that I would park beside and would have these, these conversations. And it was up to leading up to the time before my father's passing and then, and then shortly thereafter. And I would, I'm not sure what initially drew me to take the pictures when I was there. But then I started noticing on that these different different light code messages would show up in that in those same trees. And I took enough of them to dispel that it was a reflection or anything like that. I would and then I so some of them, most of them I couldn't see just when I was looking. I would only see after when when I would look at the look at the photographs. But those were those remain really really special to me because wow. they're looking looking at them and I haven't thought I'd, I'd I'd actually love to show them to you sometime and see if maybe love you could see them like enhance them like some of the some of the, some of the things to bring up and accentuate um, some of the and it's and it was always this and it's always when I connect with this energy it's always the same the same tones of purple and green that come up in the oh. into into the tree. So you know what those colors mean, uh, no. connected to chakra. Well, oh, okay, right. So green, green is heart, mm. and purple is crown. So that's a lot of information right there, just based on the colors that you were seeing. Mm -hmm. You know, you were probably very much in your heart, thinking about your dad, and yep. and um, and then having that higher connection to source through the crown. That was a lot of what was going on, and probably bringing you into awareness of you know yes. the magic of nature mm -hmm. so. and I find so this is this is something when you start looking for and discovering and getting and I, I always like to say it it's not um, 
like having a curiosity. When you start having a curiosity for these things, being out in, um, again, going out for that uh, a, a nature walk or something, I know for me personally, I do that as a form of self-care. And sometimes when I've got something that I need to work through and, and, and uh-huh. stuff like that, and I find that nature, mother nature, Gaia, this beautiful universe, so supportive. And and, and just, and then, so, you know, there's oftentimes we say there's no such thing as coincidence, whether it's divine timing, or just the the synchronicities of right when a thought comes in to right at that moment, you see, hear or feel something that is kind of Again, I'll say it feels very supportive. Oh, completely. I think we experience that too when when an animal crosses our path, like a live mm-hmm. animal. You know, if you're having a thought about something and then an eagle flies overhead, they all have their own totem me- meanings. And, mm-hmm. you know, so a, an eagle flying overhead might mean take a, a bigger perspective, you know, mm-hmm. higher perspective on the situation or rise above the the drama or, you know, there's, there's plenty of messages that they have. And, and that's how I live my life too. Every Mm -hmm. animal that crosses my path now has a message for me and I'll, I'll seek out the meaning and see what's pertinent to me and and what I'm meant to learn or understand Mm -hmm. about something. We, we had that lovely frog jump in our way the other day Mm -hmm. and right at a pertinent moment. And, um, you know, fertility, new beginnings, transformation, lots of beautiful messages that Froggy provided for us. Mm-hmm. So, and I love that. I love that too. And I, and it felt, it really did. It felt like it felt like a gift that mm-hmm. we, that was just, just for us at that, at that time. Completely. I think we were also, when we were chatting about that, there's an awareness. So people that are going along on their spiritual journey and their awakening process, they tend to discover that they have a real draw to and from and with animals. Mm. And a lot of that is, I, it feels like it's being magnified a little bit right now. Yeah. Well, I, I think as we're raising in consciousness, our levels of compassion and our heart centeredness is growing exponentially and so it just reaches out to all sentient beings and Mm -hmm. and i think the animals are feeling are raising compassion and they're being drawn to us almost magnetically i find little birds are just you know almost on my fingers now and Mm -hmm. and you know butterflies are landing on my hand and it's like wow this there's something shifting and changing but they are changing too. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this big loving where everyone is just living out of their heart more. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and so that's what we're seeing. And uh, what I was going to mention too, is when you were talking about just being curious, mm-hmm. you know, also just being childlike is so important too. I think a lot of us are going through a healing journey and, and, tapping into that inner child that Mm -hmm. needs healing nature also provides 
the perfect opportunity for that too, to just play and, and mm-hmm. explore. I think so many children today have been kept inside because there's so many fears about the big bad world that have been instilled yep. in them and their parents. It's just kind of forgotten how much we need nature and nature Indeed needs too. us. Yeah. And, and there's something I know personally, I am not a gardener, but I know that you do um, get your hands in that earth and are oh, sure. I f- hear from so many people that that actual that connection, not only you can get lost and do, do it for hours and hours, but it's just, it's like a therapy. Well, it's very grounding. Mm-hmm. And so when, when we are anxious, and you know, in our heads a lot, the best thing to do is get into the ground, literally. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's why animals or dogs love their walks, you know, because they're grounding all the time. Their little paws are on the earth and they're happy. And we need that magnetic energy for our well-being. So when we can do it ourselves, go barefoot, it's the best thing we can do for ourselves. And I'll just sit at the beach and just drop my shoes immediately, yep. put my feet into the, the gravel, the sand on the the logs, whatever. And um, mm-hmm. you just are able to just get into a calm state very quickly. So that's, that's something that's important to remember for anyone, if they are going through a period where they are feeling, feeling really stressed out, feeling like there's a lot of pressures in the in their world or the world or, or whatever. Yeah. That it is so accessible. And what I like about this, this, this is some, you know, let's say you're in an anxious state and I can speak for, for just from my personal experience, when we're feeling that way, we want, we want relief. We want to switch that state because being in prolonged chronic agitation is that's how, where illness comes from. Uh So when we are in that state, there's a few, this is the opportunity where we have choice of what, if anything, would we want to do about that? And some of those choices may be to just push it away, damp it down, don't deal with it. Don't uh, recommend that one. Nope. Another one could be to reach for some sort of substance to help, whether that be a cup of tea to a cigarette, uh-huh. a glass of wine, or some prescription um, right. process. There's That's a choice as well. But what I've experienced and so many of others have as well, is that you can take your human body and your human state of whatever that may be, go out and be with and interact with the earth. Mm. And yeah, you know, it's really hard to doesn't cost a thing. It doesn't cost. It's available to everyone. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it can be um, purposeful too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you get satisfaction with the job well done. If you weeded a garden, like I did for three and a half hours yesterday, got rid of lots of grass and um, five bags worth. And yeah, a sense of accomplishment as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when we're not feeling well, we can start feeling sorry for ourselves and live in a victim mentality, of, you know, why me, poor me. But um, yeah, you know, the, the garden and nature has always been my, myself for everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had some lonely times the last few years. And I never feel alone when I'm out there. You know, there's, there's bugs and fish and starfish and 
you know, trees to, to mm-hmm. keep us company. Mm-hmm. So it really is the best tonic. And um, I just kind of love Einstein's quote about how to live. And that's, you think nothing is a miracle or everything is. And for me, everything's a miracle. And so mm-hmm. I, I live in this childlike awe every day. That right there, that is another really good suggestion, recommendation is to have that expectation that you're going to be delighted, you're going Mm -hmm. to stumble across something amazing. And to, again, what, what, what we what we focus on expands Mm -hmm. law of attraction, what we are what we are drawn to is drawn to us like attracts like all of that kind of stuff. So we, again, we have that choice in any given moment, which seems again to be a, a running theme on the show lately, is you can, you can choose to have that childlike fun expectation of every day being a magical adventure. And it kind of, set, it kind of sets, sets the tone for that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you know what I like as well is so, and I'm not, I'm not always cheery and upbeat and happy, but I have that cur- that curious and that and that delight and try to do that ripple effect. There's been so many times over the past couple of years when I go um, into a grocery store or whatever, and the, the standard um, question, how, how are you? How's it going? Mm-hmm. And I always say something along the lines, it's usually about, I'm doing super good, thanks, how are you? And the amount of times that it takes people they, they weren't expecting that. Yes. And then it breaks through and it's like cause a little bit of humor, a little bit. Of, and then it's like, oh, okay. So it's okay to be having a super good day. So it's yeah. okay to be feeling that life is fantastic. And then that smile turns into their next transaction. It just, mm. it's that whole, that whole thing. Mm. Yeah. I think it's wonderful to just change it up a little bit and and then people respond and yeah you just can make their day mm-hmm. and uh get them out of i mean everyone's always in their head so anything you can do to just shake that up a little bit it's a good thing mm-hmm. yeah and that's how each individual person can have such a profound impact the butterfly effect or whatever ripples in a pond i mean it's just like all of us, as we, as we start going into the summer months and being outside and doing that, if we believe yeah. in, even in a small way, that there is, that what we, what we focus on is what we bring into our world, my goodness, some of us need to do a better job because there's a lot of doom and gloom <laughs> out there. And I yes. mean, like, 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 stop it, like, like, stop creating that sort of world been involved in a lot of conversations about talking about well how do we recreate a new new world a new way of being a new earth that mm-hmm. we want to be a part of and one person at one thought at a time oh I feel really passionate about that I mean I really do choose to guard my energy and not watch the news or be involved in, in what the narratives are, are out there. I'm here to support others when they're not doing so well, but mostly I guard my energy because I think the most 
impactful I can be is to be a light for others. We don't or have never understood how powerful we are in just how we can create a ripple effect of positive energy. Mm -hmm. And so the way I feel I can be most impactful is to really stay in my joy and, and uh, create that in my life daily so that I can be a beacon of light to others. And yeah, things are shifting and changing. And, and I don't want to think about the old way of doing things, the old earth, I want to create mm -hmm. the new earth. So what do we want it to look like? You know, and so that's where we should be focusing our thoughts and energy. Because, because our thoughts can be made manifest so quickly these days, mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I was talking with my sister this morning, who's feeling very fluey right now, not, mm. not well at all. And I said, with a laugh, you know, I think you just manifested this being at home, you were telling me how tired you were at work, and you know, you couldn't wait to get home and rest. And I said, here you are. Now mm -hmm. you have to rest. You're, you're in bed. And she said, you know what, you're right. <laughs> She's, I said, you got to be really clear about your intentions or because everything's manifesting, but um, very quickly. So yeah, what we, what we speak, those are spells and we want to have good spells for, for a beautiful life. And I, I live in the, the realm that we are anchoring heaven on earth right now. And um, that's why what I see in the clouds and in nature reflect that back to me, beauty and color and mm -hmm. um, imagery. And uh, so that helps me know I'm on track with my, my thoughts and, and, and how I'm living my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And language and words are so important. What we, what we, what we speak, mm -hmm. what we put out there and our, our thoughts. And it starts with ourselves, with our self-talk and our self-messaging. Definitely. And that sometimes I know a lot of people sometimes struggle with put downs or um, not speaking in a in a loving and caring way no. to, or about themselves. That That's is where it a, does start. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I think we're our own worst enemy a lot of the time. And, uh, and if we knew how beautiful and perfect we are, and how powerful we are, we would never speak to ourselves the way we do. Mm -hmm. and, and another way to think about it is how would you speak to a, a child? Yeah. You know, would you, would you tell a child that they're, you know, stupid or failing, you know, it just, we have to really take care to, to um, be kind to ourselves mm -hmm. and self-love means when, when we love ourselves, then we can love others. And again, that's another way that we can create a ripple effect in the world. So, it may seem selfish that we're doing all these things for ourselves, you know, the, mm. the salt baths and the walks in nature and, and the meditation, but really that truly is the greatest thing we can do for ourselves and for, for the, the loved ones in our life. Absolutely. It's, it is so true that if we're, if we're not showing up for ourselves in a really loving, caring, and nurturing way, the chance of that being able to 
be our best self in our other relationships mm. is, you know, it, 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 yeah. uh, it, it may, it makes that effect. That's why I am so protective over my mornings, the sacredness of a really intentional, quiet mm. start to my day really helps set me up for, tone for the day. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're shifting out of old paradigms of thinking too that, you know, busyness was the badge of honor we wore and, and juggling, you know, so many tasks and, and duties yeah. and going to a job that we couldn't stand was was somehow a badge of honor. But uh, I think that that fortunately is shifting mm-hmm. and self-love really is the key to all of that we can really truly be our best self when we have taken care of our own needs first. It's like the, the um, story of the mother on the airplane mm-hmm. having to take the, the oxygen first so that she can see to her baby in an emergency. That's you right. know, you're no good to anyone if you're, if you haven't taken care of yourself first. So. Mm-hmm. And it is important to develop those sorts of things on a, on a daily practice but it is really, really essential as well. If we are having a challenge, if we are going through a difficult period, or we're having some sort of illness or something that we are experiencing in mm-hmm. our physical body, by being really, really honoring that we need to take a break, that we need to slow down, that we need to take that time is mm-hmm. it's really essential. And I think you're, you're right. I'm recognizing that there is sort of a shift in how people are perceiving the hustle, go after it mm-hmm. sort of culture as, and wanting to replace that with a, 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 a slower, more intentional Absolutely. So with everything that is going on in the, our current place and time right now, have you been noticing or hearing about anything kind of interesting going on in the skies up above? Hmm. (laughs) Well, I've been drawn to the skies um, in the last year Mm -hmm. in a different way. I, I see lights in the sky that are not stars. And so I've come to learn that we have a lot of galactic spaceships surrounding us. There's a lot of galactic help here for us as we shift humanity. And the more I learn about them, the more intriguing it is, because I think we're going to have some disclosure around that very soon. There's Pleiadians and Arcturians, and these are all beautiful races of beings that are actually part of our DNA for spiritual beings having the human experience. So spiritual beings means we've come from other places to be here now. And, um, and so uh, there's a lot of beings that are helping us and, and encouraging us. And as we learn about who we are, that's part of the disclosure as well. Mm -hmm. And is a lot of this contributing to the higher levels of the energies that are being recorded and and found? Um, Yes. Well, I think the sun has a large part in that. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I follow something called the Schumann resonance and it's a it's a chart that shows the spikes of electromagnetic energy mm -hmm. and it's really called the heartbeat of the earth and so a few years ago the consistent hertz that the earth beat at was about eight hertz mm -hmm. and then we started noticing larger spikes and it shows up as like white peaks mm -hmm. in 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 the chart and they often correspond with how people are feeling in their bodies and so it it's called ascension symptoms that we experience when when the earth is um peaking in a higher electromagnetic way mm -hmm. so recently actually the last few days it's been peaking very high so as i said eight hertz used to be about the average and it's been about 117 118 mm -hmm. and so i've heard that people are experiencing pain headaches nausea vertigo ear ringing these are all typical signs of when the there's a frequency change we can go to our doctor i i know for myself i had something that felt like terrible um, strep throat and i went to the the doctor about it and they couldn't find anything wrong with me. Mm. And so what I learned about that is actually my throat chakra was being worked on, activated. And um, it it's um, things that we don't necessarily know about or hear about very often, but we probably will more because mm -hmm. collectively we're experiencing those things. Yeah, and that's something that I've been hearing and seeing quite a lot more recently uh, talking about the Schumann resonance resonance and seeing and seeing the different different spikes and this is this is an area where I have become cur curious to explore and to learn more about it and I think the more that we have an understanding of how those things do and can affect how are they how we physically feel in our bodies and that when there are really big shifts of of energy going along that that like you say it, we may we have an explanation for it mm -hmm. and also yeah. i find that it happens mostly around new moons and full moons there are certain portal events that happen on a monthly basis a lot of cosmic events that are happening astrological events there, there's so much more to to what's going on to the unseen eye than than we could ever possibly imagine. And I don't proclaim to know all of it at all. I do know there's something so much greater at work than than what we'd have led been led to believe. Mm -hmm. And I think we've been hidden from a lot of that purposefully, just so that we didn't know who we truly are and that we we are these cosmic beings first and foremost. Mm -hmm. and how powerful we are yeah it's such interesting times we're living in and it is and i i have come to really have a connect the dots with all of this and again going back to our original theme which is being with the earth and the trees and the elements there as a, as a way to support us through these transitions and changes. And I just think that for me has become a healing modality of something that, uh, that I, uh, that I utilize. I know if I don't get um, my, my nature doses, um, mm -hmm. I start to, to feel that. And I think that 
especially because they were were surrounded also by a lot of electronics like right now yeah. we're we're recording recording this and so getting getting a break from from that i think is also really really helpful and supportive for everything going on inside very disruptive to yeah. our to our well-being yes mm-hmm. our bodies have to work really hard to fight the toxicity in, in the foods the gmos oh, the, yeah. uh, the the pollution in the in the skies and and um yeah uh emfs the electromagnetic frequencies of, of mm-hmm. televisions and radios and phones yeah so I mean, we're obviously very resilient because we're bombarded daily mm-hmm. by so much toxicity, but yet we still can thrive. And our bodies are always striving for that, that equilibrium. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I really think that our, our bodies do have an innate knowing of how to heal, repair and restore and sometimes we just have to get out of the way and allow that to happen. <laughs> Mother Nature is the greatest healer there is. And uh... oh, I couldn't agree more. Mother Mother Nature is uh, so supportive and so such a such a good healer. And that's also why we want to take care of her as well. And um, oh. I remember listening to an Eckhart Tolle YouTube thing once, talking about how blessed the flowers are when we stop and tell them how beautiful and glorious they are that it's that it's that there's a response of with that we get from nature that also nature gets from us and because everything is consciousness they have their own consciousness and they can respond to kind words and and um... well i think we've who's not seen that example of the two the two plants one is spoken to loving in yes. kind words and the other is you know dissing it all the time and there is you can see that so i think as we've been talking today about all the wonderment that is out there that we can benefit from that it works both ways, that our, we can also be supportive to the living things in and around this world, connecting with those, those animals, connecting with the beautiful trees, the, the messages in the clouds, and it works, you start getting that synergy going. And then it's sort of like, uh, you know, a, a, an infinity symbol of Uh being supportive back and back and forth. And, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's one of the simplest and easiest things. And I think having that, again, like we've talked about a few times today, that that curiosity, that adventure, um, adventurous, um, childlike desire to go out and interact in our world and and it's so reciprocal yeah it really is yeah nature is the greatest healer absolutely and uh, yeah it's a it's a wonderland (laughs) so what are some of the things that you're looking forward to doing over the next as the as our as we get into our summer summer months here on the island do you have any destinations in mind uh not at the moment but i certainly um hoping for some day trips. I mean, there's just so much beauty mm-hmm. here to discover, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just, you know, the pleasures of 
summer are berry picking and I love to make jams and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, contain those, those summer memories as long as I can. Mm-hmm. But of course, lots of photos, <laughs> lots of photos and yeah, yeah and, and lots of uh, getting those uh, getting our feet into into the into the sand and on on the earth. And, you know, there's there's a lot to a lot to be a lot to be experienced. And I encourage everyone to take photos outside as well. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be um, consider yourself to be a photographer to start taking taking those pictures and especially if you see something unusual or curious exactly yeah, yeah. like we yeah. were just mentioning you just might find you might see something different than what yeah. your eye could see you might it, it might appear different in those photographs Jeanette you have a real talent for taking photographs I would uh think that there are some images that others would really benefit from taking a look at. Did you want to let people know where they can find not only that we didn't at all talk about uh, talk about your your Reiki services or or anything. I really we just we're just for here with our with our nature chat, basically, but where, (laughs) where can people find out a little bit more about you and see some of your, um, your beautiful photography? Well, I do have a website called sacred light photography and healing.com. It's all one word. And um, I've, I've got a little bit of a gallery of some of the photos on there. Um, I also post many on Facebook. And so if people want to connect with me that way, um, I do print up photos on canvas and sell those. And uh, yeah, I hope to expand that in a bigger way at some point as well. So Lovely. Well, I will be sure to put those links into the show notes as well, so that you can um, check that out and see a little a little bit more of what Jeanette does and some of these photographs. And I know I'm going to be looking up more into the into the sky, into the clouds, and and uh, seeing seeing things. And I encourage everyone to be playful and to um, and just to get outside. Absolutely. There's magic everywhere. There is. We just have to go and go and look for it. Jeanette, this has been lovely. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on today. And I hope that we can do this again and have another conversation. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. It's been fun. Thanks. Well, that wraps up another show. I will be back in two weeks time. And until then, I am wishing you wellness.